Hello and welcome to The Little Things in Life from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's not nice to eavesdrop, but it's fun. So let's check in on the comedy of errors at the Baxters. On the little things in life. Brought to you by Mr. Muscle, the oven cleaner that works the easy overnight way. In my house, we've got a fully automatic kitchen. Me. And the worst job I've got to do is scrape and scrub that dirty oven. Well, there's a different way to clean your oven that's less work. The overnight way, with Mr. Muscle. Promises, promises. It's true. With Mr. Muscle, you just spray it on at night. And while you sleep, its self-scouring foam lifts up the grease and grime. That's a good idea. So next morning, you just wipe clean. You know, I've got a feeling that Mr. Muscle's going to be a good man to wake up to. Bob? Mm-hmm. What? You want to lower the newspaper just six inches so I can feel I'm talking to a human being? So I can see your face? Why, sure. I certainly would not want to deprive you of that. Not when I'm so breathtakingly handsome. Oh, that's true. Thank you. What's on your mind, Peggy? You know, we haven't heard from your folks since Christmas. Oh, yes. Oh, haven't we? No, I haven't talked to either your mother or your father. How come you haven't called mother? Well, of course, I could ask you the same question, dear. She's your mother. Okay, okay. Actually, I don't usually call her because she said she would rather call us. I seem to get her at all the wrong times when I call. She's making bread or busy with something. Else. Oh, I'm sure they're all right or we'd have heard. I expect they are. But when I was doing dishes just now, I thought, gee, it's been some time since we talked to Bob's folk. Well, maybe Mother hasn't had anything to say. Your mother? <laughs> Never knew her at a loss for words. No, I just meant that maybe nothing's happened in the routine of their life. Nothing to phone about. Bob, your mother usually calls us at least once a week on Sunday when it's cheaper. Well... Ah, why don't you give him a call now? Well, it'd be nicer if you phoned. Your mother would rather talk to you than to me. Oh, that's ridiculous. Oh, no, it isn't. It's natural. You're her son now. All right, all right. As soon as I finish the paper. Then you'll turn on TV or you'll be too sleepy and it'll be late. And you know they go to bed by nine most of the time. Oh, all right, all right. Uh, what's the number? Oh, honestly, dear, you ought to know it. Anyhow, it's right there on the phone. It's taped to the front of the phone book. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't have anything to say, really. No, oh, for goodness sake, tell her about Aunt Maggie going back to Montana to rent her house. Why, we should have called her to tell her that Aunt Maggie broke her leg after she got there. My oh, heaven. golly, yes. Well, tell her I finally got the shower curtain I ordered months ago. Oh, wait a minute, you can tell her that sort of stuff. No, all right. 
I'll just say hello and then give the phone over to you. You women like to gab on the phone more than men do. Hello? Mother? Hello, how are you? Who is this? <laughs> oh, Mother, come on now. What do you mean, who is this? Robert? Yes, who else? Well, it's been so long since I heard your voice, I forgot what it sounded like. Uh, Mother, you were over here at Christmas only a month ago. Well, a lot can happen in a month, especially with all the icy sidewalks. Your father could have fallen down, or I could. You wouldn't have known a thing about it. Yeah, well, you didn't, did you? No, but I just said something could have happened. What's the matter? You mad about something, Mother? No, I'm not mad. You sound mad. Well, I can't help how I sound. I'm talking in my normal voice. No, you're not, Mother. You're mad about something. Now, what is it? If you don't know, then I'm certainly not going to tell you. Mother. What's the matter, Bob? Mother, I do not know what you're talking about, and since this is long distance, I'm not going to stand here playing some guessing game. Well, it seems very peculiar that neither you nor Peg have bothered to phone us. Mother, you told Peg you preferred to call us. And Peg mentioned just now that you hadn't called, which we thought was kind of funny, so that's why I decided to give you a ring. So here I am. I'm calling. Now, how are you? Well, I'm very well, thank you. How's Dad? He's very well, thank you. Good, good. That is, that we're as well as can be expected. What does that mean, Mother? It means that when you get older and your children are gone and holidays come around, it's nice to hear from your children. Hear from us? But you were here for Christmas. We were not there on New Year's. Oh, well, for Pete's sake, did you want to be? Peg and I never thought to ask you because we weren't going to celebrate anyway. We decided years ago never to go out on New Year's with all the drunken drivers. Actually, we went to bed long before midnight. Well, no, your father and I never liked to go out on New Year's either. Well, then what's eating you, Mother? I don't like that expression, Robert. <sighs> okay, I'm sorry. Uh, what is bothering you, Mother? Oh, nothing is bothering me. Your father and I just thought it would be nice if you had at least phoned us to say Happy New Year. Oh, well, uh, I'm sorry, Mother. We never thought about it. I know, obviously. Mother, we went to bed. We were asleep at midnight. At New Year's Day, your father kept saying, isn't it funny that Bob and Peg haven't called to wish us a Happy New Year? I said, over oh, there, probably too busy entertaining or going to lots of parties and having a good time to think about phoning. Uh, Mother, we didn't do a thing New Year's Day. Well, we called you and there was no answer. Oh. oh. Well, as a matter of fact, I guess we did go over to one open house, which was so crowded we left and came home. Well, I hope you had a good time. As a matter of fact, we didn't have a good time, Mother. That's why we came on home. Look, um, I I'm very sorry, really. I realize that you... Oh, uh, it's quite all right. I realize that you have a life of your own to lead now. It's just that your father was so disappointed. Let me talk to him, Mother. No, he's in bed with a bad back, and he's just calling for me to get the heating pad, which is what I was looking for when you phoned. You called at rather a bad time. I'm sorry. No sense running up your bill. N never mind that. Peg wants to talk I to you. I can't talk anymore right now. Your father's calling me. Well, we'll call you back then. No, we'll talk Sunday. I'll call you. You sure now? I mean... Yes, you... I remember uh... these things. Happy New Year to you, and Peg, too. Happy New Year to you, Mother and Dad. Listen. Goodbye, you... Robert. Well, what was that all about? Uh, oh, now, don't slam your fist into the wall like that. You'll just hurt your hand. What was the matter? As soon as I get control of myself, I'll tell you. Get me a drink. <laughs> That is two straight scotches you've thrown down. You're going to be so sick, Bob, you can't drink like that. 
Now, at least mix them with some soda or water or something. When Mother and Dad were here Christmas, when they left, we said Happy New Year to them then. Well, I suppose it's not the same thing. Well, you should have heard, Mother. You'd think the world would come to an end just because we didn't phone and wish them a Happy New Year. Well, I tried to call my mother that day, but the lines were so busy I couldn't get through. Next day, I forgot about it, so she's probably upset, too. Her last letter sounded a little stiff. Well, at least <laughs> your mother doesn't always make you feel so darn guilty. Oh, mine's more subtle. She will wait until July, and then when I see her, she'll throw it in very casually. Oh, she'll say, did you by any chance call me on New Year's? I was out of the party. Oh, why do parents do that? <laughs> well, honey, they love us. They're lonesome. They can't get used to the fact that we're not a part of their daily lives anymore. I think it's quite understandable. I know one thing. We are never going to act that way with our kids. I hope not. Oh, Lord, I feel so guilty. Well, your mother's probably upset now, too. She'd probably made up her mind not to say anything, then she couldn't help herself. Now she's mad at herself. I huh? doubt that very much. Oh, she loves you and your dad loves you now. Funny way of showing love, making somebody feel like a heel. Well, we should have called them sometime that New Year's weekend. It's my fault. Oh, sweetheart, it's not your fault at all. They're my parents. But boy, I am never going to act like that. Never, never, never. You know, come to think about it, Debbie never called us either. Debbie? Well, she went out to a party. She went out New Year's Eve to a party, and then she stayed with Katie Slocum that night and all New Year's Day. And, in fact, Debbie didn't get home until Saturday when she changed her clothes and went out again and stayed with Janie until Sunday night. So? I knew where she was, but do you know Debbie never once called us to wish us a Happy New Year? Well, she's still living with us. This is her home. She didn't even say Happy New Year. I remember thinking at the time that Debbie acted like this was a hotel, dashing in and out to change clothes for parties, barely saying hello, let alone Happy New Year. Are you going to be like my mother? Yes, probably, and hate myself for it. <laughs> Even Tom didn't send a card or a letter or cable Well, grand. Tom's on his way home from heaven knows where. He, he couldn't have sent a card or a letter or a wire just saying, Happy New Year? Hmm? Debbie? Debbie? Could you come down here? Get me a drink. You going to start something? No, well, I'm just going to ask her one simple question. Maybe then we'll understand your parents better. Debbie! I'm coming! I'm coming! Mm. What's the matter? Nothing. I just want to ask you a simple question. We hardly saw you those four days of New Year's weekend. Now, I'm not scolding you. I'm just curious. Are you aware that not once did you say Happy New Year to us? I didn't. Gosh, it seems to me I said it to a million other people. To a million other people? Like but you it. didn't think of saying it to your own mother who has... Sacrificed her time and effort for years, driving you back and forth for music lessons, dancing lessons. Bob, what's the what? big deal? Happy New Year. I'm sorry. Gee, what did I do? I'm sorry I called you downstairs, Debbie. Go back up to your room. Well, I have to because I have a test tomorrow. I'm really sorry. I don't really know what's going on. Happy New Year to you both. Boy. I told you not to throw down those two straight scotches. Now, you can't drink like that. Uh, let's invite Mother and Dad over for dinner on Sunday. Fine, I'll call in the morning. Did you say Happy New Year to me a month ago? I think so. Didn't I? <laughs> I hope so. Well, I guess you have to have children yourself to understand your own parents. You wonder if your kids don't even think about you, if they even love you. The time and effort and money they cost you, the heartache that they... Honey, come on, let me get you upstairs to bed. <laughs> If I had a nickel for every minute I've spent in a dirty oven, scraping and scrubbing, oh, I'd be living in Fort Knox. Well, there's a different way to clean your oven that's less work. The overnight way, with Mr. Muscle. Oh, come on. It's true. With Mr. Muscle, you just spray it on at night. And while you sleep, 
Its self-scouring foam lifts up the grease and grime. Really? So next morning, you just wipe clean. Well, Mr. Muscle really sounds like a good man to wake up to. Hi, I'm the teacher, and that's Roland Gibbs on drums. He drew my picture last week with gray hair. Me, with 11 grays. I gave hair coloring a second thought. I found out about Loving Care Color Lotion from Clairol. It has no peroxide, doesn't change my natural color, and it's good for my hair. Loving Care covered my grays and made my hair softer and shinier. Gotta give the kid credit. Loving Care Color Lotion from Clairol. It's good for your hair. The Little Things in Life, created by Peg Lynch, has been brought to you by Loving Care Color Lotion from Clairol. This program comes to you from the Radio Playhouse.